When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devils podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook App America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcast and leave a five star review. I'm Shane Diefenbach joined only by Sean DePaz today. Anthony Totri has resigned from his hosting duties apparently. So oh, oh my uh, left us out to dry. Sean, how are we doing? Good. It's been a long time since it was just you and yeah. I. It's yeah, like the, the end of the dark ages or the yeah. beginning of the, the golden age. The the end. Hmm. Was it? It was, a, it was like a transitionary period between the yeah, the the yeah. pre. It's 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 pre. It's the the end of of the PTE, the pre totri era or BTE. <laughs> um, so speaking of transition period, we have try have been trying to come up with a slogan for the upcoming football season. Mm-hmm. Um. So listeners, right now, uh, if you have any ideas. DM us on Twitter, hang out with us, talk to us in the Discord if you're a member, um, tweet at us, whatever. Uh, we're trying to figure out something. We're thinking something along the lines of like the last dance because this could be the last time or one of the last seasons that ASU plays in the Pac-12, and it's definitely, not definitely, but 90% likely that Herm Edwards won't be back next year. Um, so we're thinking something along those lines, but if you have a better idea, DM me at Shane Deef, DM the show at PHNX underscore Sun Devils, DM Sean or Totri at Sean, DePaz, Sean underscore Deposit and Anthony underscore Totri. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe <laughs> like a little, a little, uh, like do or die. Yeah. Ooh. Well, that's kind of, yeah, that's a little scary though. It's a little, I mean, it's a little dramatic, but I mean, that's yeah. not what we do. So are we. Yeah. We're yeah. very dramatic. Um, Apropos. Sean, you're in the studio. I am How's, in the studio. How are the vibes? Um, the vibes are good. Got here. We were talking about a little Kyler Murray extension. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I just produced D back, so it was a little uh little talking a little mid season grades, a little yeah. giving out mid season awards. So that was fun. Um vibes are regular. I'm hungry, so I'm gonna get yeah. a little Jimmy John's after this. Feel that. Um, so it's it's we're we're vibing. Vibes yeah. are immaculate. Might go to the D backs game tomorrow. Oh um, by yourself? Yeah, by myself. We're chilling. Love that. Love that. Um well the so Madden ratings. Uh, this has been a big talking point about uh, just about everybody. I, I don't know are what you, it is. Go are on. you like pro Madden ratings? Like, is this something you like talking about, or does it bother you? Um, like made well, up. Ratings? It makes my job easier. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I mean, I, I I don't see a problem with it. I 
I, I see a problem with people freaking out about it. Yeah. Uh, that really angers me. Like, if there's, like, something egregious, I can understand it being a talking point. Like, Jamal Adams' coverage rating being an 89, that's a little crazy. Or uh, Jamar Chase being the 18th best receiver or whatever yeah, it was. that is crazy. But I will say, um, this isn't just a bunch of, you know, video game engineers deciding this. These yeah. They have a committee of people that are really, really well informed in the league. That being said, there are some pretty bad ones, but they also, I think for the most part, get it right. Like this is a hard job. There are a lot of NFL Very. players. Yeah. Um, and they update it throughout the season. So, yeah. uh, but I, I would like, I always wonder if like what it's like to be a player and have someone break down every aspect of your game being like, damn, I thought I was a little faster than that. Or alternatively, when you're in practice and you know, you're faster than a player and then the player has like a one or two extra rating yeah. points on you. A little frustrating, but I feel like it's got to be a little bit. You, you probably get teased if you, you know, like if we if we got men in ratings and my strength was at like a twenty, I feel <laughs> like I, you, you, I would, I just have to sit there and take the roasting. Yeah, I, uh, I, I've always thought that the like I think the biggest like turning point. This is with two K, but it's the same thing. Like I think the biggest turning point of realizing how much this actually not really affects the players, but how much they hear about it is when Hassan Whiteside was like a 60 something and then yes. it was like let me get my 2k right yeah now. that and then just had a that, crazy season yeah no yeah yeah that breakout game and that's like the first thing he said yeah like, talking about his madden rating or his 2k rating yeah i mean i would want my 2k rating too because the thing that would be frustrating is if i was playing my, with myself and i just sucked and i was yeah. just like I, I i can do better than this but the, the game will not allow me to that would so be I, I don't know i don't know how much you or the listeners know about a lot how i know fifa does it really well and it's ea so i would assume but like they get player exclusive items in game um mm-hmm. my buddy his his brother plays in the mls and he has a uh, an exclusive card for him that only he has and he's yeah, like a 90 yeah. something um, so he's actually really good but in real life he's like a 60 something but still it's really cool um yeah. so yeah no, i know uh, they do that in the show because you'll be playing like diamond dynasty and all of a sudden there'll be like a 99 overall like Geraldo Perdomo like, <laughs> but, they, but the, the cool they have like the card like on the card it'll say uh like real player type thing yeah. so you know that you're actually playing the person that shit that's cool like th- that is really cool yeah um well okay if you if if you're Eno Benjamin and you <laughs> saw Rashad White's rating how are you feeling um I'm I'm upset, not only because I'm lower than Rashad, but I'm I'm probably sitting there being like, "Damn, we both deserve better than this." Like mm-hmm. you can't even you can't even get like just you can't even do me the honor of just giving me the seventy, making us even. You're gonna have a rookie be worse than me, and then you're gonna have both of us not even be like a not nothing higher than a seventy. Like yeah, I'm, I'm a little I'm a little upset. I just I feel like if you're an NFL football player, you can't. Like, how are they gonna have you be lower than a seventy? Yeah. You're a sixty nine, like. Let's let, let's get into the actual ratings. So you know Benjamin, um, sixty nine overall, eighty seven speed, which is fair, eighty eight acceleration, mm-hmm. sure, but sixty seven strength. This kind of this kind of threw me for one. I don't know exactly what his trucking is, but interesting to say yeah, the least. I'm not that surprised by it because like yeah, like you. I feel like you run into the problem where it's like okay, if you give this guy like if you give this guy an, like an eighty strength or whatever, which I think would be way too high, obviously, but. You give him like, then you're like, okay, well now he's becoming it, turning into an 80 overall player. That's obviously mm. not what he is. So like, 
I'm not surprised by it. I feel like it's it might be a little low, but I think it's closer to being right than it is to being wrong, if that makes any sense. Like, yeah. It is kind of what it is. You know, he's the, the speed, the elusivity is more of his thing than that. So I'm looking right. for his trucking right now. It's a 78. Um, and I know it's just based off of that one play that I'm talking <laughs> about in the NFL. But he also had, you know, run through ability, if that's even a a phrase he had run, he would run through people pretty frequently yeah. in college so 78 i think is fair um obviously not a star caliber running back but what the this isn't even the most egregious rating on the cardinals running back room it's james connor being an 81 overall yeah, that, that was a little crazy a little surprising and his strength is pretty low too isn't it like, because I, I I think it was either Johnny or Bo tweeted out something. Is like they there was a video, or maybe it was PH Next Cardinals. Um, but like there was a video of him like just shaking off arguably the greatest defensive tackle in NFL history, Aaron Donald. Yeah. Um, and His strength just is running, only eighty-one. Yeah, yeah, which seems ridiculous. Like that's a strong man. Um, look, you you had like last year. If you put him at an eighty-one, sure. But like he after last with- season. Yeah, he no. just came off of a great year last year. Like, I I don't really understand it. I, he's a he's a he's a fantasy sleeper for me, by the way. No, I, I agree. I think I had him on my fantasy team last year. I had picked him up during the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's uh, I mean it's it, this kind of goes back to I think ultimately the whole just Cardinals dis not necessarily even just Cardinals, but just like the disrespect of Phoenix based teams. I yeah. just uh, they don't. Well, I mean, then again, I say that, and then I think. Uh, Devin Booker is a little too highly rated in the new 2K, but he's a cover athlete, so it is what it is. Um, but yeah, I was I was definitely surprised by the the James Conner. I thought he would be like a, at least an 85. Like he, yeah. I'm not saying he's like a 90 overall court running back, but I mean a little higher than an 81 at least. Yeah. Um, all right, getting into Rashad White. Uh, stop me when you see a mistake. 90 speed, 92 acceleration. 71 strength, 85 agility, 64 awareness, 64 awareness. Yep. Okay. That's one bad one. 71 catching. (laughs) What? What are we doing here? He was the leading receiver. Uh, He had a couple bad drops in the senior bowl workouts. I don't know if they go that in depth, but (laughs) that, that did happen. Happen. I'm trying to see where his route running is because if that is low, bro, um, I will be shocked. But yeah, They'll, the, the awareness floors yeah. me. Yeah. I mean, we saw how patient of a runner he was. Last That's all year. I'm saying. Like that low, like, like the receiving thing, I, I think is wrong, but like, okay, it's not as egregious. But a 64 awareness, like that, I think that is one of his, that's his biggest strength is, is, is his awareness. Short I, route running a 67. Hmm. Brother? Medium route running a 62, deep route running a 53. I don't get it. Uh, But again, uh, unproven, unproven in the NFL. Like, we've got to take a step back. We are very, very biased, but still. Yeah, but also we're biased, but also we've watched him more than a lot of people have, I would say. I like, I don't know, like... He's what the tied for the eighth best rookie running back in the Madden ratings, which I think seems a little ridiculous too. I just the the, the awareness thing is what what really gets me, and and I mean like I had, I had tweeted out like 
I think the, the, the 70 overall, particularly that awareness one, is going to look pretty foolish by the time the season is over. But they do update the ratings throughout the season. So I don't think – I think when it's all said and done, he'll be 76, yeah. 78, maybe up in t- towards 80. But yeah. um, I, I think he's going to take some pretty big strides from this initial initial ranking. Um, I did just want to preface this. I totally forgot to do this. If you're not a big Madden person, you don't really know what we're talking about. Their scale of one to ninety nine rating, um, you know, Tom Brady at his prime was a ninety nine overall. All of these acceleration, blah 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 stats also go from one to ninety nine. So ninety nine being the best, one of the worst. Um, yep. So Rashad White, top rated running back or top drafted player on ASU this year, third round, ninety first overall. Going to the next one, Jack Jones. Do you have any idea what his rating was? Oh, like uh, if just guess sixty seven. Ooh, 66. Ooh, close. Yeah. Uh, Jack Jones, you know, that New England team is going to be interesting this year. Yeah. I don't know exactly what his, you know, path is going to look like. Uh, he's got a 90 change of direction, so that's nice. cool. Uh, but everything else is kind of very average. Uh, speed and acceleration is solid. But, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. a it's a late round rookie player. Yeah, you're not going to get anything much higher than than a 66, 67, unless you're a quarterback. Maybe you'll get something a little higher, but or if you're you know really good. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, yeah but you're, I mean, that's what I'm saying. You're a late round draft pick, yeah, particularly exactly. unless you got like crazy speed, then you might that might boost you up. Um, but yeah, that's that's. I don't want to say it's fair because he could very well end up being a better NFL player than it's that. It's fair right now. It's 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 yeah, it's fair for as for right now. Yeah. Um coverage ratings and pursuit are all around the 60 to 69 rating. So yeah. Um average for him. Uh now let's check on is there anyone else you you think deserves a higher rating than a 66 that got drafted out of ASU? Uh no. What about DJ Davidson? Are you asking me what I think he is or what? I... Yeah. Oh, higher or lower than Jones? Just guess. Uh, I'll go. I'm going to I'm going to and guess that he's going to end up in like 64, 66. Okay. He's 66, 66 for D- DJ Davidson as well. Um, I expect him to be able to boost his rating up. Yeah. I think he'll. I think he'll get some run. I mean, it's not like this team is really good. The Giants. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what if we had current current like ASU players in the draft, like like Emory Jones, for example? What do you think his his rating would be? Seventy one. Well, you think that high? I think so. Just because he's a running running back, that's how it goes in Madden. Yeah, that's well. I, apparently, they're they're kind of fixing that. They're trying to make it a little more like they want you to stay in the pocket. I'm just afraid that they would, uh, to maybe unfairly, maybe fairly, but uh, uh, harshly grade his his throwing ability. Um, that might hold him back a little bit. But um, all right, Chase Lucas. What do you think his rating is? I go sixty four again. Sixty five. 65. Yeah, I mean, this is like like we said, this is what they're all going to kind of be around. Like, you're not... Yeah. It's just... They, they, they're not going to... Especially these guys, in, like I said, in the later rounds, they're not going to do anything. They're not going to give them good grades. And they're not going to yeah. going to be super harsh on them. Like, it's just all of these guys are kind of wait-and-see people. So they're all going to be around those mid to low 60s. 
Yeah, I'm trying to look for hit power for both of these corners. Um, 49 for Chase Lucas. Let's go to Jack Jones. Um, because both of them, I feel like we're pretty hard hitting corners. 51 for Jack Jones. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, like, there's <laughs> yeah. a, uh, once you get into these guys, there's not a whole lot to say about them. It's no. going to be, yep. it's just, it's going to matter of time before we see how their game translates to the NFL because they're, uh, I mean, they're 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 playing faster, stronger guys. Those hits aren't going to land the same as at they least, did in college. At least they've been created in the game. Um, you know, players like Darian Butler, Tyler Johnson, Kellen Deesh are not available. Donovan West going undrafted, so um, nothing on them. But there's we'll no, keep an eye out. There's no um, Curtis Hodges rankings. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> he might be in the fifties, if we're being yeah, honest. Yeah. Uh, well. You know, the, the so Madden, do you play it still at all? Every once in a while, I'll kind of yeah. get like a craving for it and I'll, I'll play a couple games, but uh, I don't really play it. No, because when we were, I don't really play it either, but when we were in the pandemic, like whenever it was total lockdown, um, we still are in a pandemic, but when it was at the height of it, uh, we, me and my buddies would throw on cpu against cpu games and bet on it unbound yeah i'm already telling you that absolutely electric and you can't actually do that i know you can bet on some esports on DraftKings, but you can do a lot more and a lot more fun stuff and probably less waste of your time than watching two computers play against each other you can bet Um, on real football yeah real football real baseball as well uh that's going on right now and you get risk-free up to a thousand dollars on the DraftKings sports app when you sign up using that promo code phnx and make your first deposit so don't forget to do that insert that promo code phnx um, on DraftKings. get a thousand dollar risk-free bet after you deposit your first amount of money it's promo code phnx only at DraftKings sports we've got minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply see show notes for details all right, mm. so this is something that um, Totri and I talked about when you were gone. Uh, there was an article released, I think, on Sports Illustrated about the desirability of all the Pac-12 teams and what their like why team conferences would want them. Yeah, uh, and ASU ranked kind of middle of the pack about all Power Five schools. Uh, I thought everything was kind of fair. Totri was a little upset because he thought they should be ranked lower in terms of football performance, and then I told him. And we, we were talking about because because it was ranked on like like one through twenty or one through sixty eight or whatever all power five schools on how they performed in the past five years and ASU was ranked in like the top twenty five in terms of performance I think it was top, like top thirty in terms of performance in football and he was like well, they're terrible why would they do that and then I was like think about like the teams that are in the top twenty five at the end of each year like you have like the yeah. Ragin Cajuns like ASU just was how, close yeah it's just how it is just how yeah. it is. And it was based on like consistency, blah blah blah. ASU's always eight and five, eight and four. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> the the one of the talking points now is about TV performance ratings because Pac-12, you know, not the greatest, doesn't really have a true package to sell teams. Probably a big point on why USC and UCLA went left. Which mm-hmm. Ray Anderson had some comments today and said he was extremely shocked, uh, which I thought was funny. <laughs> uh, but we'll go through this ranking, Sean. I'm going to have you. Try to guess one through twelve Pac-12 performance ratings from 2016 to 2021. Who's number one, Sean? Wait, like TV performance? TV performance rankings. Um, and this includes the USC and UCLA still. Yes. All right. Uh, one I feel like is probably USC. Got it. 
to is it UCLA? It is not. No, is it Oregon? It is not. Ooh. The Utah? It is not. I believe in you. I believe you can do this. Um, Washington. It is Washington. Wow. Washington I see Seattle, I guess. But yeah. wow. Uh, a, a lot of non-conference games boosted their viewership. They had 5.2 million against Auburn on ABC. Okay. Obviously, all of these big viewerships are not going to be on the Pac-12 network. Yeah. 4.75 against Michigan in 2021. Um most viewed game overall was the college football playoff, though. 2016 oh. college football playoff against Alabama, 19.34. Yeah, uh, so that is a big boost. Who would be number three then? Three? Is it Oregon? It is Oregon. Uh, okay. 16.3 million views on the, in the Rose Bowl against Wisconsin in 2019. Yeah. Um, then, you know, they played Ohio State and Auburn. Uh, yeah, this is surprising. Who's number four? Is this one Utah? It is not. Huh. This is one is like very a, surprising. Is it like a Washington State or something? It is, it is Washington State. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Uh, they had the most regular season game over 4 million views, like most games. Um, their most viewed game was the Alamo Bowl against Iowa <laughs> State. Uh, we love that. Uh, 30 games over a million views. Um, or no, they sorry, they didn't have the best. They had only one game, regular season game over four million views. Uh okay. five times in other Pac-12 teams, most type top five viewed conference games. So hmm. they're playing up to their opponents. Number five, who is that, Sean? Utah. Nope. UCLA? Nope. Uh, You're not gonna like this one. Oh, is it Arizona? Nope. I'm not gonna like it. It is Stanford. Oh, uh, they also had a big viewed Alamo Bowl game in 2017 <laughs> against TCU. Uh, yeah, just a lot of other stats. Their two most viewed out of conference games were against Notre Dame in 2017 and 2018. Uh, so if that has to do anything, and then here comes UCLA at number six. Okay, uh, four million views against USC in 2017. They played LSU in 2021, which had three million views. Memphis in 2017 had three million views as well. Which is interesting. Um, now, is interesting. now, who's number seven? You, you got this. ASU. Nope. ASU. What? Nope. ASU's not seven? No. Nope. Didn't you tell me before the show they were seven? No. Is this Arizona? No. Nope. Utah? It is Utah. Okay. Uh, can you guess how many views their most viewed game had? Like 3.2. Oh, no, no, no. Is it up? Much more, yeah. Think of what they just did. Oh, yeah, that's true. Is it like seven some? It's 16. The Rose Bowl 2021. Wow. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Yeah. I, I just really, I don't know a whole lot about like viewership numbers. I don't really have yeah. any contest for the number, yeah. but and I guess that makes sense. Yeah. ASU comes in at number eight. Um, we'll break down some of these numbers. So their most viewed conference games were against Oregon once, Washington twice, and USC twice. Uh, most viewed in conference game was against Oregon, four million views. Um, most viewed out of conference games were both against Michigan State, uh, 2018, 2019, 2018. If you remember, on the road um, was the game where they called a timeout or there was a false start or something, and Michigan State ended up missing the field goal on the road. So that was a ton of fun. All, both those games ended in chaos. And then to round out the Pac-12, you get nine Colorado, um, ten Cal, uh, Arizona's eleven. Uh, let's see what they, let's see what their views are. They had UCLA zero. Break- is- 12th? 
no, UCLA six. UCLA. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, they had zero games, regular season games, over four million views. Uh, ASU only had one, so it's not crazy. Um, fourteen games over a million views. ASU had twenty-two. Ten conference games over a million views. ASU had fifteen. Um, zero times were they in the other Pac-12 teams' top five most watched in-conference games, which means nobody wants to watch U of A. Only three times happened to ASU, Bombs. but hey. Um, and then lastly, Oregon and certainly State. leastly, uh, Oregon State, uh, four million games over a million views, zero. How many people even live in Corvallis, yeah. I wonder? Uh, I couldn't tell you. Uh, I think so their most viewed game – was against Oklahoma State, 3.49 million views in 2019. And I think the only reason why that had a lot of viewers is because people thought Oklahoma State was playing themselves. Um, so <laughs> Corvallis has, you want to guess how many people Corvallis has? 1.2 thousand. <laughs> no, I, have, I literally have no idea. Uh, 59,000. Well, 59,922, 59, according to Wikipedia. So about 60,000 people. Wow. Would you want to live there, Sean? Um... No, <laughs> no. How far are they from a major city? How far are they actually from like Oregon or from like? God damn it, my computer's glitching. But um, well, yeah, Walshon, no. Walshon, Walshon, go ahead. This is just kind of it's a little south of Portland and Salem. Oh, it's just north of Eugene. So uh, I mean, maybe short ride to the water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe, but only because of the things that are around it, not because of Corvallis. Yeah, could be nice. Excuse, I'm yawning. Sleepy boy. Yeah, it's two thirty, and I uh, it's my day off, so I've just kind of been warming the whole day, (laughs) laying around doing some cleaning. Um, I might go on a hike, but it's like a hundred something degrees out. Yeah, that sounds disgusting. We'll see. Well, uh, six days from now. If you're listening to this on Thursday, the 21st, we'll be at Four Peaks, 8th Street Pub in Tempe. Make sure to come out and join all the PHNX team out there for all-day drink specials. Um, and enter the to- Toast of the Month sweepstakes at gophnx.com. We'll be announcing the winner there at the 8th Street Pub live in Tempe. Um, the winner of the Toast of the Month gets a $50 gift card to Four Peaks for some beer or some chicken tendies or whatever you'll want. Um, yeah. You also get a free T-shirt from the PHNX Locker and an annual membership to go phnx.com to read all of the great articles produced by our great writers here. So make sure to enter that at gophnx.com. Make sure to come hang out with us every final Wednesday of each month at Four Peaks in Tempe. you got to be 21 or older to drink. You don't got to be 21 or older to be there, though, just to make sure when you're drinking, you enjoy responsibly. Even the babies can enjoy them tendies. Yes, even the babies, Sean. Um, all right, last, last thing of the day. Uh, Sean, you got you. You've been getting your DMs kind of blown up, huh? A little bit, yeah. Uh, but this isn't about your DMs. This is about Totri's DMs. What oh, did God. you say he told you, um, the other day? What did what did what did he tell me? Yeah, he got uh, a source. I don't. Source. I can't anonymous Totri source. It's a trustworthy source. I can guarantee that. Yeah. But um, that ASU softball, um. He had tweeted out something about the what the roster looked like, or he had quote tweeted what the roster looked like. Um, and a source that is with from knowledge of the the softball program, I'll say that, um, told us that we should be expecting by the end of the week, or at least relatively soon, for a few people to to be coming to the ASU softball through the transfer portal, and hopefully for the roster to be up to twenty one players um, within about a week or so. So. There's been concerns about what ASU softball is going to look like, but 
fear not, they should at least have a full roster because I know when we talked um, to um, Brady Vernon earlier in the year, he had mentioned the Oregon situation where they had to have like position players yeah. pitching. I was a little afraid that that might end up being what ASU situation is. I we don't know what the the position or what I would players are going to the pitching staff a little more. Yeah, but you would have to assume that they're going to be bringing in pitchers. Um, because right as of right now, as of right now, they have three pitchers expected to come. They have, they have um, Marissa Scholl coming back. They have one recruit coming, and then they have the one woman from Ball State coming. Yeah. Um. So the, there is three pitchers. They you would hope they would at least have one more. Um. But yeah, it, at least so if you're an ASU softball fan listening to this and you've been worried about what the season is going to look like, you can't talk about what they're going to look like win loss record, but you can at least have a little uh, confidence that there is going to be a team. There's yeah. going to be uh, women to be play, able, and Shane and I are going to have to go out there. Just embarrassing ourselves. So well, I think I think we could. I don't know if we – yeah, we would embarrass ourselves. But I was I about think, to say, brother. Well, I was thinking, I, like, like I think that would be the point. So I don't know if it would be embarrassing. True. Um, I could be, like, a designated, a designated fielder, maybe. Nah. Like, I could – if you put me out in, like, right field. You've got a strong enough arm, Sean. I have a. Are you kidding me? I was a center fielder when I played baseball. I have a cannon. Not a softball arm. Well, softball is difficult. That is one thing. Like throwing a softball is much more catching a softball. Yeah, yeah. It's just softball. If if you're used to playing baseball, softball is like it's just. I mean, softball is difficult as it is, but like playing, it's just such so different. Like catching a softball, it's so much bigger. Throwing a softball, you can't grip it the same way you do a baseball. It is a, it's a very different, very different experience. But yeah. I'm saying if you step me in right field, it's the one area I would have the least impact on the game. So, so, you know, we probably could still win a few games with, if you have a legitimate roster, if you stuck me in right field on Oklahoma, nah. we probably could still win a few games as you, if I was a designated fielder, you should be a designated hitter and then just, just lean over the plate. Like Kevin Euclid just take some for the team. Yeah, that is true. I could probably have a pretty, I, if you sat me there and, like this is something I think about sometimes is if like whether it's the MLB or or like softball whatever level if if I was playing if I was at the plate and you had given like the the pitcher had no idea who I was and you had given them an erroneous scouting report that I was actually a good baseball player how many times I would reach base because I feel like I could walk a couple yeah. times just because they'd be trying to pitch to me actually and they would just miss sometimes so I, and then get me on the bat the, the base path <laughs> I got a little bit of speed in these boots like I could I might be able to get if if, if the ball's in the dirt I'm taking the base so you uh, never know SB Nation has a great video essay about what would happen if Barry, Barry Bonds if Barry Bonds is bad away yes. um so if you haven't checked any of those out you definitely should they're incredible um, but yeah, I think that about does it, Sean. Anything else before we get out of here? No. Um, what would your Madden rating be? Uh, what am I doing? Football. What's your position? Yeah. Uh, shit. I mean, like a one. Like I, just, I wouldn't be able to do anything. <laughs> Fair what, enough. What would, what would yours be? Like a two? Um, I might be able to be like a, a fifteen overall punter. Yeah, I could be like a, I could be like a, like a. 25 overall placeholder for a kicker. Ooh, I was a backup placeholder in modified football in middle school. I feel like if you put in the work, you could probably be a, a, like a, a a 40, 50 overall like long snapper. Yeah. I feel like you got a long snapper build. <laughs> really? Thanks. I appreciate that, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> put in the work. You could do it. 
Um, if you want more updates on anything ASU related, including this ASU softball situation, make sure to follow us at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me at Shane D. If you can follow Sean at Sean underscore DePause. And uh, Totrick has really sucked at Fall Guys last night, so I don't think I'm going to give him a shout out. Well, I mean, you kind of just did. Um, and you also well, did earlier uh, in the show. You yeah. also were going to just skim past my as well, always. Well, hold on. You can follow him at Anthony underscore Totri, and I'll do it again. You can follow Sean at Sean underscore DePause. Thing is, is I didn't even have one, so you probably should have. Um, what did we talk about today? Um, we're talking about Madden and softball. Low Madden um, rating as always. Oh, 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 oh. Um, you follow me at Sean underscore to pause. Getting my DMs blown up as <laughs> never. It's never happened. <laughs> I got two DMs today, and it was the most I've ever gotten. Um, yeah, I love it. So DMs dry as always. All right. Well, we will be back tomorrow with our Friday Fun Day live show at 3 p.m. Do not miss out on that. Keep your notifications on our YouTube channel at PHNX Sports. Um, and, yeah, it's going to be a good time. So make sure to join us for that. We have a lot to talk about. Uh, but until then, we'll see you tomorrow. Peace. Welcome to another round of Boardroom or Miro Board. Today we talk retrospectives with Agile Coach Maria. Let's go. First question. You've spent two hours in a team retro, but the only input you've heard is Dave's. Boardroom or Miro Board? Boardroom. In Miro, Dave can't hog the space because everyone can add thoughts anonymously, online at the same time. Correct. Next. You need the team to act on feedback fast, so you turn all those retro notes into JIRA tasks instantly. Miro all the way. And I can assign those tasks to teammates. You're nailing this. Now, you see hundreds of sticky notes from the retro. A real mess. But you organize them into five themes in just seconds. Miro, I basically get back an entire hour when I use its AI tools for clustering. And she's done it. Join over 60 million people running actually enjoyable and actionable retros in Miro. Get your first three boards free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com.